Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you so much for this wonderful and eventful day that you've blessed. I know that your word is anointed. Your word is going to bless us like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 4. Shall we all read it together? The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Praise the Lord. It's powerful. We are talking about wellspring of wisdom. Part one. Please take your seat. This particular message is very important because it is going to address how we receive a word from the Lord. It's also going to address the kind of expectation that God has for us as his children whom he sends his precious and anointed messages to. One of the things that God wants us to position in listening or getting the privilege to be in this season is to go beyond taking what is coming from here as another sermon to actualizing it as a direct message from the Holy Spirit unto us. God has been dealing with me and been telling me about how if as a church we are not careful, we will miss what he is telling us. Because we are very used to very good teaching of the word of God and we call it a nice sermon. It's like my pastor can teach very well. The beauty of what happens here on every service day has nothing to do with the pastor. Has nothing to do with the capacity of the pastor. Whether he can teach well, communicate well, or give out good content, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with whether you are hearing the voice of God and making changes based on the changes or the transformation God wants you to have, or you are naturally taking what is coming to you as another sermon. There's a way that a sermon can be delivered as a lecture. just gives you head knowledge. But if you are a child of God and you flow by the Spirit, you know that God, who in sundry times spoke, so you know that God is speaking. That is why the series of wisdom is not another series. The series of wisdom is not another sermon. It's not another preaching. It's a direct word from the Lord. And God wants us to attach very great importance to the message that he is giving us. You can imagine when an important or a dignitary is serious in sending a message to you and you don't know what to do with the message. You don't know the value of the message. You, you trivializing the message. You are taking the message as a normal message from like a normal messenger like any other normal. It's like business as usual. God doesn't want us to be in that position because the series on wisdom is a word from God 
to cause wisdom to begin to rule your life as a child of God. It's enough for you to say, come and listen to a nice preaching that's going on in my church. Come and listen. My pastor is teaching very well. When I'm, it's not for you to be inspired. It's not for you to be motivated. There's not a seminar. There's a spiritual recalibration. It's a spiritual rewiring. And God wants us to rise to that level where we begin to operate based on the message that he is bringing us. It's a message because it's a wedding season. It's not just a sermon. Sermon can be preached at any time. Anybody can prepare a sermon. But when God is sending you a message, it has been tailored for your benefit. Tailored to be a blessing unto you. And you must receive it as an individual. You must receive it with a mind that I want to be a doer of the word. Not just a listener of the word. When God began to deal with me that up until now, what I have been teaching is almost being taken in the realm of listenership. The thing just scared me. It scared me. And yesterday I tried it. And I asked one lady. When I met her, I asked her. I said, uh, you want to go out with a Muslim? Is that right? He said, yes. I said, and the Muslim is sleeping with... In fact, it's not a Muslim who is calling for the sex. You are the one calling for the sex. Is that right? He said, yes. Right after morning flavor. So I ask her, all this while that the message has been coming, what are you doing in your life? Like the Americans who say, are you kidding me right now? It's like you are in church and nothing. It's like you are trivializing. What, what is God even saying? I will do whatever I want to do. Even when a message is coming, he said, he said I'm saying that the boy is not calling for the sex. You are forcing the sex on the boy. And what is your business as a Christian Trying to marry a Muslim. A Muslim is a human being. I'm talking on grounds of faith. And it's been said over and over again. It's like you have decided that you won't hear it. And you are nice in church. What is the essence of being nice in church? You are taking it another sermon. Come and listen to a very powerful sermon that my pastor preached. It's not making any change in your life. That's a waste. That's a useless you should have stayed somewhere and not come to church in Po. Because you are wasting God's time and you are wasting everybody's time. And you are wasting your destiny. So, God wants us to position where. That's what the Israelites did. They, they refused to see the moment of their visitation. And wisdom is supposed to cause you to escape every form of distraction. He that is wise loveth his own soul. That this is the message that will make you know whether you love yourself or not. Because this has the capacity to, to cause you to escape the danger that many people have fallen into. And you are still taking it like a normal breakfast. Look at the scripture. The words of a, a man's mouth are as deep waters. Don't, don't take the words coming from the Lord as shallow waters. They are deeper than you. your mind is comprehending. And God is talking to you. You cannot be just, just receiving the thing with your mind and thinking that I'm balancing here and there. You must follow God's path. You must follow God's pattern. Some of the things God wants to use this particular message to kill 
if we are not careful, we will take it as a shallow element and it will never cure it. It's like you have a deep infection and you are taking a painkiller. You numb the pain and when the pain, the, the painkiller finishes its work, you see that the infection is still on ground because painkiller doesn't cure anything. They are deep waters. A word, the words of a man's mouth, they are deep waters. This thing is not supposed to be trivialized. Stop playing in church. Stop playing in a spiritual place. You hear something, God is telling you something, you are playing with it. Up until this time, when God began to speak to me that my people are playing with this thing, the thing began to shake me. That's how Christians, we have remained what we are. We have never made progress, even though we have been giving so much. But we have never made progress. And every time it's like play, 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 play. Every day, play, 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 play. What is your business? As old as you are, you are almost 50 or 50. You are still financially scamming people. After hearing this message. You are scamming people financially. You are, you are scamming people emotionally. You are scamming people. You just spiritually, you are scamming people. Are you kidding me? After hearing all that, it cannot be that your position is still your position. After God bringing you a word, your position must move to God's position. Please tell someone, stop playing church. So the message comes, God will be telling us something, we'll be joking with it. It's like, oh, the pastor can preach, but the pastor preach a nice word. Forget about me, oh. Forget about me. The very fact that you come here, you are not well. And by the grace of God, we pray for you. And sickness that is supposed to be cured by medical people jumps out of your body. must know that it's not normal. It's not normal. Stop. Stop trivializing. It's, it's like when a demonic attack is on you, that's when you see that it's not normal. But when God is trying to give you something that is more like, how do they call it? Um... Prevention is better than cure. He's trying to give you a preventive something, something that is supposed to troubleshoot before the problem comes. You begin to trivialize it until you are in trouble. And this has been happening everywhere in the church world. At the same time, Jeremiah was shouting, 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 shouting. They refused to listen. Boom! They were carried into bondage. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. Look at the scripture, please. And uh, I'm, I'm preaching this um, within time. He said, the words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. Now tell somebody, God is talking to you. He's not talking to anybody. Stop receiving the message for somebody. Please talk to somebody. Stop receiving the message for somebody. And make changes as the message is coming. Make changes to your life. Praise the Lord. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. The wellspring of wisdom. So there is such a dynamic as the wellspring of wisdom. And the Bible teaches us that 
This wellspring of wisdom, of course, you and I, we know what a wellspring is. It's, it's a well that springs water. <laughs> Literally. A wellspring of wisdom. It's like, uh, and he says that it flows like a brook. So, what God is saying that the wellspring of wisdom is something that should guide a believer whenever he hears the word of God. And so when we hear the word of God, the wisdom that must come to us is a wellspring or is supposed to be defined as a wellspring. And what that should do is to make you become like a channel through which a river, a brook flows or water flows. That wisdom is the water that should be flowing through you like a brook. So when we hear the word of God, the message on wisdom, the wellspring of wisdom must be opened in us so that every minute the, the wisdom that God is trying to give you will be flowing in your life. There is no time for you to sleep or wake up or hibernate or come alive. The wellspring is always flowing. That is, every moment of your life, you are driven and guided and led by this water of wisdom that is flowing through you the same way that the wellspring of, of wisdom or the brook never ceases to function. So, under no circumstances, God expecting you that it's like you are paused your wisdom. Or the wisdom that he's giving you is like, it's paused. It's like somebody has gone to, it's like an artificial wellspring. It's waterfall. How do you people call it in the hotel? You have something that gushes water. A fountain of water. Somebody can quench it. It's like somebody said, can just quench it today. No, the fountain is not flowing. It shouldn't be so. The real one that was duplicated wherever it was duplicated. No human being is able to quench it. It flows all the time. All the time. That is God wants us to, in your marriage, the wisdom must be flowing. In your business, it must be flowing. In your relationships with people, whatever kind of relationship, this water, that is a wellspring, must be flowing. And you must be flowing with this wisdom. Not with any other, not be flowing with rocks. Be flowing with this water. Look at the scripture. He said that it, it, it is the wellspring of us, a flowing brook. That's every day, every minute of your life, wisdom can be flowing in you. You, you are signing a document that can take you to jail. And he said that I didn't look at it. What do you mean? Like what we are here now, we see that they have carried one of our members to prison. Because instead of the wisdom flowing, and by all means, by all means, there was a prompting that take your time and read. By all means. Well, you just decided that you will not apply yourself to this wellspring of wisdom. What it means is that every point of decision, there will be wisdom available for you to use. You have to make a decision whether you want to use it or you want to abandon it. And most of the time, we set it aside and we come and blame God that I don't know what happened. How, how is it that you don't know? The well must be flowing in you.
Yeah, to stop misbehaving. Look at what Job said. Job 11, 12 to 15. This is the original state of any man. Job 11. Take my time. Twelve. He said, For vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's colt. He said, If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thine hands towards him, if iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without sport. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shalt not fear. Put away guilt, put away sin from your tabernacles. That's the wisdom. And he said that it is then, for then shalt thou lift up your head. That's shame all the way. As long as you are not allowing the wisdom to flow. And here, what God is trying to teach us is that you and I, we have the capacity for wisdom. Capacity to walk in wisdom. Every minute of our existence here on earth. Please, this message, take it too serious. It's like somebody say, I'm a human being, I cannot always be wise. What do you mean? Are you God? Did you create man? Look at what the Bible said. In that very first verse. For vain man would be wise. That's, a man starts from the place of vanity. You are a vain man. You and I, we are vain men. We were born vain. The, he said, in sin I was born. I was conceived and born in sin. Vain men. We are all vain men. This is how we are born. Look at the way we are born. Look at the scripture. For vain man will be wise. Though man be born like a wild ass's court. That's a, a wild ass's court is the, is the level of foolishness. Anything can assume at its peak without a reversible process. There's a, the thing is foolish to the foolishest degree. Uh, it cannot be reversed. That's how originally we are. And that is what he likens to a vain man. That the reason why man and animal are not the same is that man originally has the ability to reason. And an animal doesn't have that ability that man has. But of recent, men are training animals to be like human beings. If animal that was not originally given the wisdom of a man is in a position to be trained, what happens to that man? And in all the wisdom of the animal is equated to a vain man. Then God is saying that, but the vain man would be wise. That's even when you think you are untrainable, you are useless. He says that the vain man would be wise. That's the vain man who thinks he doesn't have the capacity as far as God is concerned. Even if you are vain, you still have the capacity for wisdom. Even if you were born by the most foolish man on earth, you still have the capacity to receive wisdom. It is that it is God who created you and I that we come out foolish, but we must not remain foolish. It's like some people have remained. 
Either you are the constant C or the constant K. Never, never, no alteration, no nothing. Just a vain man dressing, going out, coming in, dressed. But a vain man, a vain woman. But he said the vain man would be wise. It does not matter how you have started life. That is why God is bringing you a message. And this message is supposed to make your vanity, the the vainness in you to disappear. So that wisdom will take over. And today I'm not asking you whether if you are here or you are not here. If you like, vanish. Your father has spent all his money to train you abroad. You come and you are, you, all your proposals are foolishness. It's like, I will continue to blow the money. That was the contemplation of Solomon. I don't know whether the inheritance I'm leaving, this child that I love so much, whether he will end up a wise child or a foolish child. Because no matter the exposure you have been given, your foolishness is still on ground. But you have the capacity to walk in wisdom. That capacity is there. It's God who put it there. But he said, I want to be a vain man. Your wisdom determines your worth. It determines your value. It determines your intelligence. It determines everything. Your dignity, integrity, everything. If you are not operating with this wisdom, you are useless. To yourself, to God, and to your generation. And you are going to become a collateral damage to all of us. You are a bomb ready to detonate. You are a suicide bomb and you kill yourself first before all of us will have some of the small, small pellets of that bomb. And by some of us, by the wisdom we are here, we escape your bombing before you blast yourself. Stop being, stop being your, stop being foolish. It's like that you like the foolishness. Eh? The last time I was teaching about living without wisdom, he said that the fool, he, he just gladdens himself in his fooling. I said, I enjoy like the pig drinking dirty water. He said, this is clean water. And you go and because of parental issues, you have to be emotionally soft with your children. But you are growing. Your parents are growing and you are growing. But you are not growing. We are not seeing the growth. The body is growing, but the baby is still there. Paul said, when I was a baby, I saw, I thought, I acted as a child. Look at your age right now. When your father, the one who is taking care of you right now, when he was 24, your age, he was already fending for himself. You, they are fending for you and you are still there fooling. Keep fooling. Keep fooling like life is waiting for you. The vain man will be wise. One marriage you want to marry, no. Today you toast that one, you toast that one, you toast that one, you toast that. Keep fooling. The vain man has the capacity. You are an employee. You started as a vain man. You have the capacity to be wise. 
We have seen in the more recent time how a policeman, somebody left the money, he will just send it back. No need to steal anybody's money. Whatever God has not provided, may you not have it. A security man, somebody leaves their bag and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what bank is that, whether UB or something like that. They reward the man handsomely. But you know, many people, the kind of vanity in your mind is like, somebody has left there something, it's like God brought me. That's a vain man right there. It's a testimony how I met it by the roadside and it was full of dollars. You are able, able, even able to remove the money out of it. You are not afraid. And he said, thank you, Jesus. And it reaches the money you are looking for. Like that. So you think it is God who made somebody drop it. How will God make? Go and work for it. You are a vain man. You are a vain woman. Yeah, a vain woman. That's why you think that still your breast for somebody's husband is what's going to bring you the money. You are a useless woman. Not just vain. You are misbehaving and you are just parading yourself with God. God says the vain man would be wise. There's a time you expected to be wise. It's a season that we are expecting that from here, the plane is no longer on ground, it's airborne. But you, you are still on ground. All the time, a plane is operating like a car. You are always running at the airport, running at the airport, running at the airport. They are waiting for you to take off so that other planes can take you. You are running there, running there, running there, running there, running there, running. A plane must be flying. Not driving on ground. They're just going in circles, misbehaving. The same problem, your boss has been addressing it over and over, your lateness, over and over, your inconsistency, over your typos, over and today that there's grammarly. There's this, you just type a letter, you don't check it. When you write a letter, your boss must write it again. Hi. Why? Why? Why did they employ you? To give them stress. Then they sack you now. You say a demon is in them. Who is a demon? You're a vain man. Go to school four years or one year or whatever. You, you come and operate like a vain man. Hey, so we are a nice church. Preparing people to, to go nowhere. Hey, look at this vain man. That would be wise. If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thine hands towards him. There's a way that the vain man can prepare. Stretch. Move from his vanity into something better. You are just there. Fourteen. If iniquity be in thine hand, that's the preparation and the stretching, you are taking the poison out of your system so that you can be what God wants you to be. Simple test there. You are here is a nice message. Wow, what a powerful message. You are here, you have a wife, you have a girlfriend. What is it? You are dating two girls and you are sleeping with both of them. It's not like you are checking which one you really marry. What is it? What is it?
is it? What's wrong with you? I'm saying a Christian sister, you are dating somebody, you are already, you are already trying to get pregnant. What? Are you are that vain? You're going to some traditional religion. Their pregnancy before marriage is, is they clap for it. It's like, yeah, it's a qualification. This one, we can marry this one because the, the matter has been tested and blah, blah, blah. In Christianity, if it is Jesus you want to serve, you can't go that way. You can't. The message doesn't change anything in you. I'm still in your corner smoking cigarette. Doing small, small things and then doing cigar like you're a big boy. What the, killing your heart is a big boy. You come, church, you come to church, you are nice. You are close to the pastor, close to leadership. People see us with you, they also think we are also stupid people. Me, I never smoked before. But birds of the same feathers. But maybe because of my stupidity, that's why I've chosen you as my friend. Confusing the whole world. It's like, what, what is the problem with us? Stretch and leave that. It, that this scripture is telling us that if you stay where you are, mentally, you will never be wise. Spiritually, if you don't make changes, you will never walk in wisdom. But the wellspring of wisdom is the water is already flowing. If you are dirty, you can decide that this flowing water wash me. Or you can also stand there with your stinking self and be watching the water like many people have been watching for weeks. And the water is there. Never run dry. It's just always flowing. The wisdom is always flowing. Chini Jonas, say, Minitibia, na wisdom, Nenemo. One Minitibia, Nenemo. Romans 1 14. Romans 1 14. I, I had my wife talking to one of our kids. He said, you can't continue to do this and every time you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What do you mean? And the child is not even up to 12. How can you, how can, Bible says, how can we continue to sin? So that grace, may be, that's, there are some things we must discontinue. We cannot continue some things. That's why the wisdom is coming. That's your wisdom. That you discontinue some things because they, they are not going to make you optimize your destiny. That's why some product they discontinue it because the new technology, the product cannot work very well with the new technology. The level that on God's calendar based on His will, you are supposed to be, you must discontinue certain attitudes. Oh, we are still on it. All the time. Same, same. God deliver me. Romans 1.14. Look at Paul. Paul is talking. Please, let's read it together. I am what? Paul is a preacher. And please, let's read it one go. I am debtor both to what? 
the Greeks and toward the barbarians, both toward the wise and toward the unwise. Every preacher, every man of God has been called to two categories of people. To the Greeks and the barbarians. To the wise and unwise. And your duty will be that as you reveal Christ to the wise, they get wiser. And unwise also become wise. That I should recognize that as a pastor in this church, there are wise people and there are unwise people. The Bible did not use the other way, so I won't use it. But I should not deceive myself that in the keeper's house, the dressing is equal to the wisdom. The appearance is equal to the wisdom. No. The Bible says, even Satan can appear as an angel of light. That we have the tendency of appearing like something we are not. That in this house, right now as we are talking, in the Bible says, in a great man's house, there are many vessels. Some are to honor and some are to dishonor. There's always the left side and the right side. The wise and the unwise. The honorable and the dishonorable or whatever the other one is. As we are talking, for every two people we call, one is wise, one is unwise. I'm praying that I will not be one of those unwise people. You can be in a group, in a family, and you are part of the unwise people. You can be part of a church, and you are part of the unwise people. And all of these people, we have been called to them. As we, I'm preaching right now here. Where somebody woke up from last night. And the mind that somebody even has after this place. It's a sign that that is there. The death of the work that Christ came to do. Is to deliver the unwise and make the bastille. Hi. Some people behave like Satan himself gave birth to them. That they can never be saved. In this church, you'll be a foolish pastor to be lying to yourself that when people are saying, uh, Jesus said, he said that it is not all them that say, Lord, Lord. Not all. Some they are saying it, but they have no relationship with it. It's business. Yeah. Business as usual. He said, you have made up your mind that no matter what God is saying, you won't change. But you have the capacity to walk in wisdom because the wellspring of wisdom is always flowing through you. Proverbs chapter 15. Proverbs 15. Verse number 12. Very quickly, please. Proverbs 15, 12. Let's read it. One go. A scorner loved not one that reproved him. <laughs> Neither will he go unto the wise. We know. We know. The direction you take, the people you associate, the things you associate, what you accept or reject, is telling us who you are. <clears throat> and the scorner refuses to be friends with the one that will correct him or her. 
He will he said, look at the scripture. A scorner loveth not one that reproved him. That's it. A scorner doesn't love anybody that will help them to be better, be wise. Neither will he go unto the wise. So if he will not go unto the wise, where will he go? Please ask somebody, are you a scorner? As I'm preaching this message now, somebody will say, why did I come to church? Why did pastor come and talk to me like that? Why did pastor... I'm I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) You are not bigger than God. The one who sent me. I'm going to speak his word. Are you a scorner? If we're scorner, this is your word. That's why you hate what you are hearing. You hate it. Hating it is a sign that you're a scorner. Yeah. There are some people, they have done everything possible to cut all relationships with people who give them sound counsel. What they hate is somebody who say that, ah, I love you. You, you. They don't do it like that. They do it this way. They hate it. You must accommodate their foolishness like they are talking in, in the media right now. Right now, people are even marrying trees. And dogs. And they say that it is also their right. Some even feel that they are dogs. If somebody feels he's a dog, then he also feels like, I want to bite you. Then somebody also feels like, I, I have the, the <clears throat> biological tendency of a pedophile. So me too, I just molest children. We should allow everybody. Right now, no human right everywhere. The last I was listening to a woman giving a conference talking about pedophilia that we should just accommodate everybody because some people too scientifically they are wired like that. They sleep with little children. They abuse boys and girls. Blah, blah, blah. Like that. That's a kind of stupidity. Stupidity man is gravitating towards. And anything wisdom we don't want. God has created his world. Anything now, everything is human right. We are bringing animal right into human living. So you see now, when you are going, one one time I traveled to the UK with Shakina when she was very like either two years or so. We were buying something in a shop, shirts, and I, I left her by my side, Pastor Eddie. Quickly came back and took. He said, Prof, don't do that. Here, they don't do that. He said, by the time you know your child is not here. They have gone. You see the meat in the bathroom. After somebody has molested, he will just cut the child. He said, that's some people. That is what drives them. Madness. Every day in the news. You see that madness in the news. Because why? Some people are scorners and they hate people who will reprove them. They will never ever go unto the wise. Never ever. After this preaching, now somebody says, No, I don't like this church. 
I don't like this church. You are foolish. You are a scorner. You are blowing your life and God is trying to help you. And you say, I don't like it. I want to die. You are foolish. Can never be wise. Anybody who tells you you are wise, that one is even foolish squared. And may you never have anybody like that as a friend. Some people when they are around you and you are entering into the pit, they will be clapping for you. you as if you are about to do some something great. Foolish. As I'm preaching right now, somebody is chatting somebody's husband right now. As I'm preaching right now. Having a chat. What's your business listening to a word like this? And still chatting somebody's husband because you want the man to give you money and you say, I'm in church. Uh, when I'm finished, I'm coming. You are foolish. I'm just telling you right now. And you're on your way to hell. You are foolish. And you can't wait for me to end this preaching so that you go and continue your folly. And today, look, there is a personal responsibility when it comes to wisdom. And it's the reason why many people can never walk in wisdom. Because they refuse to take that personal responsibility. I'll just give you one scripture. Proverbs 4, 5. Please, very quickly. Proverbs 4, 5. It said, get wisdom. We have learned that God gives wisdom. But it, Proverbs 4, 5, it says what? Please talk to me. It says what? Whose responsibility? Is it God? Who? Whose? Is it me? Is it God? Is it your teacher? Who should get the wisdom? Say me, 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 me. Say I should get the wisdom. It should be your daily quest that you will get wisdom and walk in wisdom. Stop saying that church should preach nice. We are preaching nice uh, grammar. You were not hearing Teaching, 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 teaching. When last did you hear me raise a decibel like this? You are, you are going into the grave. Because you don't feel like walking in wisdom is your personal responsibility. Sister, you are not a baby again. Teenager, youth, you are already in your 20s. People your age, some of them are already doing different things. You're just misbehaving. Get wisdom, please. Like the Bible is saying, I'm telling you right now that you, this Beatrice here, get wisdom. Get it. Get wisdom. The, the foolishness is too much. That's why he's saying that. Do what? Get wisdom. You start anything you start, you don't finish. School, you will not finish. Whatever you start, get wisdom. Get wisdom. You start, you must finish. Are you a demon? It's a demon that started work that God doesn't permit you to finish. But God said, so the Bible says that in Philippians, the scripture boy is coming. Whatever God starts, he, he finishes it. He's a finisher. He's a perfecter. 
You started a diploma. You didn't finish. Now you are doing distance. You are not finishing. You want to do evening school. You, there is nothing. And you are not a doll student. You are brain. But just that your emotions are very stupid. So no matter whoever invests into your life, it's like a wasted investment because there is an enzyme in you that is foolishemia. It's an enzyme inside you. Never finishes whatever it starts. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. And all you want to do is to travel to some Canada, travel to some... This one that in a crampo you start and you don't finish. In the winter, no, how are you going to even rise up? If your foolishness in Ghana is at level one, it will be in level 50 abroad. You are lazy and you should get away some right now. And the prosperity is not by tricks or using your shenanigan around people, just dribbling people. You sit in somebody's car and at the next time you are finding a way to tell story. Tell stories. In this church, you alone, you have asked 10 people for help. Including duping them and sending your children to, they'll be crying behind me. A generation of foolish people. If we say we are giving you a job, you know, you won't do. Meanwhile, you have skill. Get wisdom. That's what the Bible said. Please put it there. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mind. Get, don't forget that wisdom we are talking about now. Let the well always flow. Never forget that you have wisdom, you have capacity to get that wisdom. You have the capacity. People who are behaving wise, they are no more human than you. They are no more born again than you. Same Jesus in us. And that same Jesus is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Unto the believer. First Corinthians 1, 14, no, sir. 24, I think 124. Please put it there. Let them say that. Let, let somebody not go and say that. I didn't quote the scripture. Please, let, let's read it. But unto them which are called, are you not called by Christ? Both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is our wisdom. Proverbs 4 7. Let, let's read that one. We read five. Let's read seven. And then we'll close. Please. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore what? Therefore what? Did he say get foolishness? What did he say? Get wisdom. Who should get the wisdom? He said you have a personal response. Please talk to somebody. You have a personal. And please tell them that the fact that somebody loves you does not mean you should be foolish. The foolishness is too much. It's too much. You are misbehaving, just taking advantage of the of the times and the season and the people and the situation. So if you were left alone, what will you do? When people love you now, you start misbehaving. Somebody is, is just, just, just like that. Wisdom is a principle. Get wisdom. Get it. You get it. Get that wisdom. It is a get foolishness. In your endeavor, get wisdom. Yes, 
your age regardless get wisdom wisdom is not in age get wisdom there are elders who are misbehaving right now you are here what's your business now you are 55 you you want to marry 19 year old girl where is your wisdom do you want to die before your time And it's like just wasting somebody's life. Because you have some money. Will you allow your daughter to marry that kind of a man? Even if that man is an angel. Get to wisdom, my friend. Stop it. You are not going to give birth because you have money to take care of a child. And you are never going to be there. You will give birth with that girl and you will never be there as a father. But you think money can replace, oh, I can provide for the foolish who cannot provide for even even dogs provide for their their puppies? Are, are you a dog? You think all, all there is to parenting is that the money is there? Go buy the milk. Blah, blah. Come and see me. This done. <laughs> you have to be there. You are never going to be there. Stop that fully. If you think you have finished giving birth and you don't have a wife you want to marry, marry somebody who is also not interested in children and whose age is closer to you. Both of you will die in close proximity. Please rise up and get wisdom. listening to the testimony word broadcast from the keepers house chapel international locate us at madina estate accra off the social welfare road between the golf station and wawan washing bay follow us on facebook at the keepers house chapel international podcast and audio rima at reverend francis Auburn. visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word for further information call 0244-177 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service and on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, be